Welcome to this week's episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Okay, now look, you guys have been asking for it. Almost every week I get requests from uh, the members asking me to cover Mr. L. Ron Hubbard's administrative scale of importances or what we call the admin scale. And frankly, I've been avoiding it. Actually, shouldn't say that. It's not actually true, really, because almost everything we have covered in business-wise in almost three years of content is part of the admin scale. And that is the first thing I'd like to say about it. The admin scale is really the backbone of your activity, not just your business activity, but any activity. Any activity can and should be built around an admin scale, including a family, including a life. To the degree you have an admin scale in place and you have it lined up correctly, uh, wittingly or unwittingly, you will have a better, saner, more productive activity, family, life, planet, etc. any activity. And where you have an activity or group with a degree of chaos or upset, well, that means that the admin scale is out, wittingly or unwittingly, whether you're aware of it or not. That's just how it is. So if you've been listening to BusinessWise and through applying what you're learning, you have an improving scene in your business or your life, well, guess what? That means you're getting in your admin scale, whether you realize it or not. All that said, you're perhaps starting to realize we're tackling a vast subject and there'd be no hope whatsoever of covering all this in one episode. So once again, I'm going to have to tackle a series of episodes to put across this vital subject. Now, I'm not crazy about doing this, and there's two reasons for that. One, I do like each episode of BusinessWise to stand on its own so you can grab any episode and listen and learn without having to listen to any other episode. And I will do my best to make each of these in this series a standalone episode as well. Though it's going to have to be a series, obviously. And number two, I like the freedom of being able to speak on whatever the heck I feel like. Uh, You know, whenever Sunday morning I get up and I decide I want to talk about something, sometimes I get a bug up my shirt about something and I want to be able to spit it out or maybe I'll get inspired and I want to pass on my inspiration. But we're going to discipline ourselves. We're going to just get through this. Uh, and it's extensive, but uh, I guess it's only appropriate. This is probably our third season. Uh, we should wrap up this season by covering this, this vital subject. All right. So let's get started. And we'll start by taking up the article where Mr. Harvard presents this concept, which was written on the 6th of December, 1970. And this first episode, we'll just cover what the admin scale is and how it works. And then what we're going to do is we'll cover each level of the admin scale in its own episode. Uh, Or perhaps you're going to have to take two or three episodes for uh, some of these levels, because I'm pretty sure some of them uh, will need more than one episode just to handle that one level of the admin scale. Okay. And the other trick about it is each episode Some of it will be a review of earlier episodes because, as I say, we've been covering the admin scale, actually, throughout business-wise. For instance, we're going to talk about goals. That's the first level of the uh, admin scale. It's a top level. And we've done two or three episodes on goals. But uh, even so, each episode is going to have new nuances to the subject, better understanding of the subject. We're going to cover something new with every level of the admin scale regardless of whether we've covered or touched on those subjects earlier. Do you follow me on that? So if you're an avid listener, 
and you see, okay, admin scale part two goals. And you go, well, I've listened to, you know, three episodes of business wise on goals already realize that that episode will have new material in it. It's a huge subject. Goals is a huge subject. So uh, it's going to have different aspects of it, different facets of it. So don't skip it. You know, listen to the whole series in sequence. If you come in in the middle of the series, go back and listen from the beginning. Anyway, should be interesting. It's definitely a challenge to relay it properly. That's my job. And your job is simply to listen and learn. Okay. All right. So Let's get going on this. Uh, again, the landmark article, 6 December 1970. And uh, we're not going to pick it up at the beginning of the article. I've chosen the section where he actually defines the admin scale. It's an extensive article, covers a lot of different things. And he starts that section on the admin scale. Again, that's short for administrative scale of importances. Remember, we say admin scale, we mean administrative scale of importances. So, Here's what he has to say. This is how he starts that section. He says, I have developed a scale for use, which gives a sequence and relative seniority of subjects relating to organization. Now, I'm going to point something out about this that a lot of guys miss. I've watched many people teach the admin scale and they all do a fine job overall, I would say. But I think the idea of sequence sometimes gets missed. People sometimes ask me, well, like, where should I start the admin scale? Well, he says right here, it's a sequence. He also says it's a relative seniority. So obviously you want to start your admin scale at the top. Now there's a reason there's a confusion on this and we will go into that later, but you start your admin scale at the top, which is goals. Well, that would make sense anyway, wouldn't it? Because goals is your direction. Goals is where you're going. If you haven't defined where you're going, what's the sense of doing the rest of the steps? Like, where are we headed? What are our goals? So uh, anyway, we'll get into that obviously a lot more when we do the episode on goals. But um, I just want to point this out right from the get-go. This is also, it's not just relative seniority. It's also sequence. Okay, so the next thing he does in this section is he lists out from top to bottom, the scale. And I'm not going to define them particularly. Uh, most of them are somewhat self-explanatory, but there's obviously aspects to each term we're going to get into in a lot more detail when we do an episode on that level of the admin scale. But it starts with goals at the top of the scale. And then each aspect I go over is going to be the next level down. Okay, so it starts with goals, then purposes, then policy, then plans, then programs, then projects, then orders, then ideal scenes, then stats, which is short for statistics. And at the bottom of the scale, the final item is valuable final products. Okay, so that's the scale. Goals, purposes, policy, plans, programs, projects, orders, ideal scenes, stats, valuable final products. That's your scale from top to bottom. Then he goes on to say this. This scale is worked up and worked down until it is each item in full agreement with the remaining items. Very important, but you see where the confusion comes in. 
he says it's worked up and down. So some guys tell you, well, that means I should start with the bottom of the scale with valuable final products. No. Now, it says sequences. Remember, that's the first sentence I gave you. So your sequence starts with goals. But yes, once you've worked your way through the sequence, goals, what are our goals, what are our purposes, you're not going to define, and this is very important to understand, okay, how would you expect to write out, if you have a goal, okay, to be a world-class gymnast, for instance, that's your activity. We're going to do an admin scale according to that. Or to have the classiest, most highly rated restaurant in the city, for instance, you know, French restaurants, say. What's the highest rating in Michelin? Three star, four star? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's three stars. So, you know, you want to have, uh, you know, the only three star Michelin three star restaurant in the city, say. Okay. So that's, uh, that would be a goal, you know, and, uh, you might have come up with some refinements to that goal, but let's take a look at policy. Like what policies go into making a restaurant like that? Do you think you're going to go write down your goals, write down your purposes, write down some of your policies? You're obviously not going to write all the policies needed to achieve those goals sitting down at your desk in one go, right? And this is, I feel, one of the misconceptions about the admin scale is that people think that they should be able to knock it out in an afternoon. No, admin scales are constantly being refined. They're being worked up and down, right? Exactly as he says here, this scale is worked up and worked down until it is each item in full agreement with the remaining items. So, you know, you're going through this admin scale. It's a continual work in progress, pretty much. It really is because purposes get refined, goals get refined, things change. Certainly orders, you know, an order, you know, you're to go out there and uh, promote this restaurant, you know, get these flyers out the door right now and start distributing them in the street. You know, that might be an order. How many thousands of orders could you be issuing in a year to uh, all the employees in a you know, Michelin three-star restaurant, okay? Or how many orders were you going to issue to yourself? You know, as you work with different trainers, as you go higher and higher in the scale of uh, competition, you're going to have to refine your policies. You're going to have to refine your orders to yourself, or maybe you have a trainer, maybe you order your trainer. I don't know. I'm, I'm not an Olympic gymnast, but you get the idea. An admin scale is in flux. It's not something you write down on two sheets of paper and stick in a drawer and look at next year, though that's better than, than doing no admin scale at all, for sure. But it is something that's worked up and worked down, okay? But there's a sequence, and it starts with where are we going? What are the goals? All right. So then he says, in short, for success, all these items in the scale must agree with all other items in the scale on the same subject. Now, I, I like this Olympic gymnast idea because I think that having a policy that you can have a cheat day probably, you know, on your diet where you can eat all the pizza you want. I don't know if that policy really aligns. It might align to a goal to, you know, stay fit or toned, you know, some sort of goal like that. But high level competition, uh, I don't know if the pizza policy fits into that admin scale. Do you see the problem there? You've got a policy that is not in agreement with the goal. Pizza.
Pizza. And you'll find that those activities will cut across your success in achieving your goal because they're not in agreement. Go back to our three-star restaurant. You know, you've got a policy. We want to have the finest restaurant in the city. We want to have the only three-star rated uh, Michelin restaurant in the city. Uh, Michelin is a rating system for restaurants, by the way, in case you haven't picked that up. Very, very uh, exclusive, right? You probably shouldn't have a policy. We will pay no one more than more than minimum wage except for the chefs. Now, I'm going to tell you something. That policy does not align. You want to have a three-star restaurant, you better get ready to hire the best staff possible. And you might want to establish a policy on how you're going to pay your staff, but you better be prepared to have exclusive staff to have an exclusive restaurant. If you want to have an exclusive restaurant and just have run-of-the-mill staff, don't be shocked when you don't achieve your goals because your policies don't line up with your goals. You get it? Or maybe you have a an ideal scene. Remember, ideal scene is uh, number three from the bottom. You say, well, my ideal scene is that, uh, you know, I become a multimillionaire from my restaurant, you know, uh, that I'm super wealthy and that we have a huge profit margin on our stakes. I don't know if that aligns. I'm not saying you shouldn't be a millionaire if you're running an exclusive restaurant. Of course you should be. But to have that as an ideal scene, does that really line up? It may be more somewhere in the statistic area where, you know, we want to keep the restaurant viable and we want to keep the, the everyone well-paid, including the owner. You know, so we might have a statistic of, you know, gross income divided by staff so that you can monitor that and you can monitor your viability. That's a statistic. And it might line up with an ideal scene like this where everyone is properly paid and exchanged with for their service. That's a pretty good policy, right? And you could have a valuable final product of well-hatted, happy, and well-paid staff. That would be a valuable final product for somebody in that restaurant. You see how those points of the admin scale start to line up towards the goal or the purpose. You know, I have a goal to have this, you know, the finest restaurant in the city, but what's my purpose for that? Well, I take great pleasure in seeing people having a very good time dining. So, you know, I have a purpose to make people happy through extraordinary culinary experiences that are aesthetic and taste out of this world, something along those lines. That could be a purpose. That's a bit clumsily worded, but that now motivates you towards that goal. Now we have a purpose that lines up with the goal instead of, okay, I want to have the finest restaurant in the land. And the purpose is so that I can get rich and retire. Uh, okay. I don't know if that aligns. It may not align. You know, if you're, if you're working all the time in the restaurant with that as your purpose, does that line up or agree with the goal? I don't think so. You're always going to have a little bit of a altered purpose. So when you're, you're issuing your orders, when you're writing your programs, when you're devising your plans, that purpose, just being a little bit off like that, skewed off, is going to make those programs go a little bit skewed off as well. Guy says, you know, I want to be a world-class gymnast so I can purposes so I can attract all the chicks I want. Well, hello, good looking. Uh, that sounds like a dumb purpose to line up with that goal. 
like you want to be a world-class gymnast, you may have to abstain. I don't know. You know, you may have to discipline yourself. I'm not going out late at night, so I don't do a lot of dates, you know, because that's not my purpose. My purpose to do that is to have the satisfaction of being a world champion, you know, and to prove to others that, you know, what someone from my station in life can achieve. You know, I was very interested, became a big fan of uh, Selena Gomez, believe it or not. Most people who know me would probably be a bit surprised to hear that, but uh, I uh, watched her uh, act and uh, she was very entertaining. And uh, I liked a lot of the message that she had there as an artist. And uh, I got curious to watch a couple of interviews, how important it was to her to communicate to young Mexican girls what can be accomplished, you know, as a Latina, as a young person, you know, being raised in, the, in America and so forth from her ethnic background. And truly, I could tell that was a big motivating purpose for her. And uh, she's had a pretty successful career. And that's been part of her purpose. And I'd say she's been accomplishing that purpose. All right. So now let's get back to this. He says, uh, Mr. Arbor goes on to say this. He says, let us take, quote, golf balls, end quote, as a subject for the scale. And all these scale items must be in agreement with one another on the subject of golf balls. It's an interesting exercise. He goes on to say this, the scale also applies in a destructive subject like cockroaches. When an item in the scale is not aligned with the other items, the project will be hindered if not fail. So here he's just reiterating, whether you're doing it on a destructive subject like how to wipe out all the cockroaches or a constructive subject like how to build a beautiful city or a beautiful public transport system in the city or whatever that your goal is, and whatever the subject is, you got to make sure each of these items are aligned. We cover that in quite a bit of detail, but listen to what he says here. He says, the skill with which all these items in any activity are aligned and gotten into action is called, all capital letters, management. You see, we've been talking about the admin scale all along, folks. That, that's the truth of it. We haven't necessarily placed it there, but that's exactly what you're doing because you're learning about management. And the skill with which all these items in any activity are aligned and gotten into action is called management. Then he says this, this is very interesting because you can use this to diagnose your own company or your own life. Group members only become upset when one or more of these points are not aligned to the rest and at least some group agreement. So you as the manager, you have a responsibility to make sure these points are aligned and that it is agreed upon by the members of the group, or you will have conflict. And if you have conflict, reversely, if you look at it this way, if you have conflict, realize that there is conflict within the admin scale. People either don't know it, it hasn't been defined, it hasn't been understood by others, or the agreement hasn't been achieved. Just realize when you see upset, you are looking at a misalignment on the admin scale. Same thing with a person. You know, you've got a young a man who wants to be a world-class gymnast and you're forcing him to take violin lessons and you're wondering why he's upset. It doesn't line up with his admin scale. So, of course, he's going to be upset. Either you're going to get his agreement somehow to learn the violin, which maybe he should learn the violin, but you better get his agreement and you better make sure it lines up with his goal. The goal is to become a world-class gymnast, a champion gymnast. Okay, and then he says this, listen to this. Groups appear slow, inefficient, unhappy, 
inactive, or quarrelsome only when these items are not aligned, made known, and coordinated. All right, so let's say you have uh, a salesman who has an ideal scene of making the biggest buck he can off of every single sale. I don't know that there aren't quite a few salespeople with that ideal scene in mind, and yet you may have an ideal scene to have every customer get an exchange in abundance and every purchase where they feel so good about doing business with your enterprise that they will refer others and always come back. That's a whole different ideal scene. So, you know, you're getting crossed because you've got this guy. He's like, why is my boss upset with me? Look at, look at the price tag I got. Look at how much I got for this sale. Like he should be proud. Never mind the fact that the, you know, the customer's not returning phone calls anymore, is upset, is complaining, is showing up in other areas of the organization with problems. You know, wow, that guy's got a wrong admin scale. He's probably got wrong purpose, wrong ideal scene, might even have the wrong stat. You know, you have a guy walking along, he's a salesperson, and he thinks his stat is gross income when his stat might be starts on service. Why is the boss mad? I have, a, I have a terrific statistic on gross income. Yeah, but nobody's starting on service. What's your ideal scene? What's your goal? And how do your goals align up with the goals of the organization? Like, we're making all this money, but nobody's getting serviced. What is that going to spell for that enterprise? You know what that's going to spell. It's going to spell refunds, upsets. You're going to go out of business, right? So you've got a salesman now operating on the wrong statistic that doesn't line up with the right ideal scene that doesn't line up with your purposes and the goals of the organization. Do you follow? Very simple. Very simple when you think about it. Okay. And then, so he goes on to say this. He says, any activity can be improved by debugging or aligning this scale in relation to the group activity. So this is a terrific scale to use to sort out your activity, make sure it's moving along like a well-oiled river. The more you work on your admin scale, the more you work it up and down, and the more you keep the goals in view, the purposes in view, the policies are being kept and so forth. You're devising new policy as needed that align with the goals and the purposes and the ideal scene, the statistics, the valuable final products, the more smooth running will be that entity. All right. Well, so that's what the admin scale truly is, how it's used. It's not something you do one time. It's something you're continually working on. It doesn't really reside on one piece of paper. My admin scale takes up most of my drawer space, <laughs> takes a lot of work, but you can easily detect when your admin scale is right and when it's wrong because there will be where it's wrong. You'll find that there'll be inaction, there'll be upset, there'll be inefficiency, there'll be quarrels, people will be low morale. You see any of these things, recognize whatever else is going on that there's issues with the admin scale. Grab your admin scale, your notes for it, and so forth. Yes, of course, you should have your, your goals well stated and written down somewhere. Everybody should be aware of them. Uh, your purposes should be well-defined. Very, very important. I've emphasized that a lot over the years with business-wise. Um, policy, we've talked about training of employees, making sure they know what their hats are. Here, we're talking about policy. These are the policies of the organization. These are the policies of your hat. This is a continual process. And you know you're getting close by these indicators. Uh, people are happy. They're efficient. They are not quarrelsome. They're busy. They're fast. 
good odds that your admin scale is, is in pretty good order. Even if you never formally wrote one, but you have an organization that's kind of running like that, believe it or not, one way or another, you've actually been putting an admin scale together without really realizing it. But now that you know about the tool, it should get easier for you to consciously achieve those things and to maintain them because now you know why you're successful. You have a decent admin scale. Define it more closely uh, in more detail. Write these things down. Put them in a drawer. Keep them safe. They're valuable documents. And you will see a continually expanding, smooth-running organization, which is what you want, what we need. Okay? All right. Well, that wraps it up for uh, our first uh, lesson, if you will, on the subject of the admin scale, which is to introduce the concept by itself. And then uh, in our next episode, we'll start tackling the various levels, items of the admin scale one by one. Next episode, we'll talk about goals. And um, I promise you, you will learn some new things about goals. Even though we've talked about it before, I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Please give us your comments. Love to read those. We've been getting a lot more lately. That's good. Thanks. Keep it up. Likes. We like those. Uh, Write us at info at org. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk again next week. 